I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With a growing demand for online interaction at work, it is important to strengthen our online presence. It's a good thing Glow Prepaid is here to keep you connected with your colleagues without seeing each other in person with Go Plus 99 with Go Work Promo. This has a total of 16 gig of data. You can now have 8 gig for all the sites that you need and 8 gig for all your favorite working essential apps like Zoom, Facebook Meeting Rooms, Yahoo Plus Mail, Microsoft Teams, WhatsApp, Viber, and Telegram. Not just that, because you also get unlimited texts to all networks valid for seven days. All you need to do is just grab your mobile phone now, head on to the new Globe One app, Gcash app, or by dialing asterisk 143 hashtag to quickly register on GoPlus99, GoPlus99. Never stop hustling with Globe Prepaid's GoWork promo. Register now. Are you looking for construction products or services? How about real estate? Or maybe you are on the hunt for logistics and shipyard services. If that is the case, I have just the right reliable and quick online marketplace just for you. With their wide categories and merchant partners, Obanana Corp can provide you with excellent services and premium products online without worrying about their performance because with Obanana Corp, they're sure to be a top-notch choice. Worry no more and head on now to Obanana Corp's website and sign up. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. You know, you always have always have problems to solve. You know, if you are, like, photography is not just clicking camera, you know, cl- clicking a, a photograph. It's also solving problems. So if you are a great problem solver, you will always have an opportunity. And if you are a creative, you go to creative zone because the creativity is there <laughs> so that you would be able to solve problems and you will make money out of that. If that is your passion, then you are on the right track. And good evening, good afternoon, good morning from wherever you're watching all over the world. And welcome back to my podcast, the RJ Ledesmo podcast, coming out right now twice a week, 
Tuesday and Thursday nights, 7 p.m. And sometimes even more than that. Again, thank you so much to everybody listening to me, especially to all those listening to me right now from the United Arab Emirates. Thank you so much for watching. Assalamu alaikum to all of you over there. And again, in the RJ Ledesma podcast, I interview the country's pioneering business personalities and entrepreneurs to learn more about how they think about business, what are their success secrets in business, and can we hack those success secrets and also how they've innovated their businesses during this pandemic. And more importantly, what opportunities do they see emerging during this period of the new normal? Now, is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here on the podcast? Please do let me know. I would love to have them here on the show. Just drop me a message. We are also live right now on Kumu, CBRC TV, Global Pinas TV, and now the Bounce Back Network. Tonight, I am very excited about my guests because all of them are based out of the United Arab Emirates, and we're actually featuring two very successful Filipino entrepreneurs who have made it big in UAE thanks to our friends in Creative Zone. Now, Later on, I have the CEO of Creative Zone joining me here on the program to tell us a bit more about what their services are. Suffice it to say, they have to provide an end-to-end solution to help you if you're still based here in the Philippines or even if you are a Filipino based in Dubai. They can help you arrange your visas, your registration of your company, uh, your residence visa, opening bank accounts, and other things that you need to seamlessly and successfully and easily help you settle down in the UAE with a business. So our first guest we'll be having coming up is their CEO, Lorenzo Juris, who has been on the show before. Along with Lorenzo, we've got two very special guests who will be joining us as well. Our Kapwang Pinoy, our proud Pinoys in the UAE. In fact, both of these guys were listed as top 300 influential Filipinos in the Gulf by Illustrado Life magazine in 2020. Uh, we will have Chris Calumberan, a very successful uh, commercial photographer there in the UAE, and a very good friend of mine who co-founded Infinite Opportunities Consultancy Group, FZE, Mr. Francis Errol Medina. So with that, let's please welcome here to the front of the stage of the RG Ladesma podcast, we have Lorenzo Juris, along with Francis Errol Medina and Chris Calumberan. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to have you. Before we start, Lorenzo, let's just greet all your fans here in the UAE. And thanks again, Creative Zone, for joining us here. Thank you. Thank you so much, Red. Uh, RJ, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It's a real pleasure. It's the second time that we have a podcast with you. I think we, we received very good feedback from what we've done a couple of months ago, and I'm very happy to be back on this and to talk to your Filipino audience and to our people here in the UAE to share a little bit more about Filipinos and their journey here in Dubai and what they've done uh, when they've come here to the country. Fantastic. And the difference now with your second guesting here on the show is that, you know, I wanted to make sure that, okay, we're not just paying lip service to people saying how good it is for Filipinos to do business in Dubai, but I wanted this to also be a testimonial so people could actually see is Creative Zone, quote unquote, doing their job, right, of, of helping Filipinos set up businesses over here. So we got two good friends here in the show. Uh, let me start off with uh, Francis Medina. Francis is a very good friend of mine. Francis. Hello. Pakibati mga kaibigan mo dito. Magandang gabi po sa inyong lahat dyan sa Manila. Namimiss na namin kayo. And uh, thank you for, for this wonderful uh, opportunity partner, and RJ, and Lorenzo as well, and together with uh, our good friend, Chris, as well. And of course, Chris Calumberan, please just say hi to all of us and to all the people listening to you. 
First and foremost, thank you RJ, thank you Lorenzo and Francis. Thank you for having me. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody listening. It's gonna be um, a really informative session tonight and I'm excited to be a part of this. I'm also excited because right now, the managing director, the big head of the Mega World Lifestyle Malls is listening to us here right now. I've got my good friend over here, Graham Coates. Hi, Graham. Thanks so much for listening. And Graham says over here, uh, in the quote box. Um, hi, RJ. Great show and topic. God bless. So happy to have you over here. And looks like, Francis, you've got some fans here as well. James Factor Ranido saying, shout out to Mr. Francis Medina. James, thank you so much for listening to our show as well. So let's get into our topic here right now. Now, in a nutshell, Lorenzo, if I was to explain your business, Creative Zone, to my 78-year-old dad who doesn't really listen to elevator pitches, what exactly is Creative Zone? And how is it helping Filipinos put up businesses in Dubai? Thank you for that question, RJ. And uh, in a nutshell, what we do is we help people. At the bottom of everything that we do is we help people. And precisely we help people with their journey of starting their business in Dubai and in the UAE. And that includes various elements. The first thing that people need when they start their company is you need a trade license to be able to operate formally in the country because whenever you start engaging with companies, the first thing that they will ask you is please send me a copy of your trade license. The trade license is the one that allows you to open a bank account, get your Emirates ID, get your visa in the country and become sort of a resident of the country and have the benefits that any other uh, resident has. But at the core of everything that we do is we help. And in fact, we actually even help before the company formation part. We have a section mm -hmm. that we call pre-setup, where we sit with our potential clients and we understand what are their ambitions, their projects, their plans. What is it that they would like to do? How is it that they would like to grow? Usually the conversation uh, is around their family. We have 11 units in our sort of business offer that goes from relocation services, bank account support, tax and accounting, the business setup that is the one that I was explaining. So even from the relocation services part, we have a whole department that deals with people's need when it comes to finding schools for the kids, finding uh, an apartment where to stay. So it really, it's from A to Z, when you're relocating to a new place, you want to set up a company, we take care of the entire journey. Fantastic. Before everything else, Creative Zone is saying a couple of things over here. Let's bring up their comment over here. So if you're listening here right now and you're a bit curious and you're a Filipino and you want to set up a business in Dubai, your business entity over there in Dubai, it says over here, take your company global and set up your business in Dubai. Let's show uh, their comment over here, uh, please, Val. Uh, take your company global and set up your business in Dubai. That's HTTPS uh, www.creativezone.ae slash ad slash how philippine business can be set up in dubai so please again please catch that one if you're interested if you are interested to try putting up a business in dubai and uh, creative zone also adds he's the best and i think they're referring to you uh lorenzo juris over there now let me just go a bit more into that question before i ask francis and chris but what exactly is Creative Zone? Is Creative Zone a company owned by the government or are you a private sector company that works together with the government? What exactly does it do? Or what exactly, does, in the scheme of things, what is Creative Zone? That's a very good question, RJ. In fact, we are a privately owned company, but we were established about 12 years ago 
precisely with the, the mandate of supporting one of the main free zones in the country to help them develop. So we were exclusive agents with one of for one of the government uh, authorities that was one of the free zones. After a few years of that relationship, we ended up uh, venturing into representing many other free zones and jurisdictions. Now in the UAE, there is about 52 free zones jurisdictions that allow or provide a licensing opportunity for businesses. And nowadays we work with the, the big majority of them. So we started as a partnership with one government entity, and now we have launched uh, relationships with 90% of the free zones in the country. Well, thanks so much, Lorenzo. Later on, uh, we will go into a bit more detail so people get a better understanding and perspective of exactly how it works when you want to do business over there and what are the different type of business entities that you can actually put over there. But having said that, let me go now to our, our guests. No? And, I, and I understand that both Francis and Chris put up their businesses both through Creative Zone. Uh, let me go first to Francis. Francis, can you explain to me basically in a nutshell again, what does your company do? And I know that this isn't your first time. This isn't your first business uh, with Creative Zone. You've actually set up two to three businesses uh, with uh, two businesses in, in through Creative Zone. Tell us a bit more about your current company and really how did you find out about Creative Zone in the first place? Well, it, it all started when, uh, you know, my uh, my advocacy in helping our Kababayan. And in fact, you're one of the speakers that I have invited to come over here. And during that time, I was still uh, with the corporate. And when you do events, they will ask you for trade license. That's what Lorenzo mentioned. And to us, uh, enable for us to legally do that, we have put up uh, ICE that time. Uh, enable for us. What is what is ICE? ICE is your... Yeah, Innovate, Create Events. That's the first uh, company that we have established. Enable for us. Uh, for uh, During that time, is for us to support our advocacy in reaching out to the Filipinos. So that's that's the main goal that time. So that we I can I'm a speaker as well. You know that that whenever I do talks, there would be no um, inspection and there's no uh, that we are doing it from from the beginning to the end that it's all legal. And then I move out to the corporate world and then uh, I transition that company to a um, business. Uh, uh, consultancy as well. So it's now, it, it evolves from an events company, it's still an events company, marketing company, and a consultancy company. And that's a good thing with, with Free Zone that you do have a lot of activities that you can club in where you can offer and you have a, a equal footing to everybody. So from that, uh, continue, uh, just continue to how I'm going to uh, that company involved to Infinite Opportunity Consultancy Group and then, of course, there's a lot of projects that I've been doing. Again, even during the pandemic, I have opened last year uh, Global Ventures. So because I need to focus that one company to a specific company as well. So there are two companies that I've been uh, Creative Zone is helping me to execute at the same time to become uh, to fulfill my my entrepreneurial journey in Dubai. Anyway. Fantastic. Perhaps just to ask, because, you know, uh, I know that you've also set up companies here in the Philippines. You also have your own company here in the Philippines yes. and, you've, and you've got your companies in Dubai. What can you say about the ease of setting up company and doing business between the Philippines and Dubai? Like over here in the Philippines, you're a Filipino citizen setting up a Filipino company. In Dubai, you're, you're a Filipino citizen 
putting up a, a company in Dubai. Um, if you don't mind, maybe you can just give us a comparison. So they just have an idea of, is it difficult if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I'm Filipino or a Filipino OFW? I just hope that I'm not going to be, if I'm going to compare the Philippines and here, I'm not going to be uh, jeopardizing on, on what I'm going to say. But <laughs> um, setting up a business, uh, especially if it's, if it's a professional partner like Creative Zone, Basically, it's easy. It's easy from the time I opened Innovate Create Events in 2016 up to now. I don't have a problem in dealing, in opening, and it's always on time. And I think Chris can help me with this. Everything is on the depth. All the details are there. There's trans- full transparency, and you know what's happening. You know, and and they are also assisting you even right after you open the company. You know, they they will they will. Uh, I mean, uh, Lorenzo, your team is very helpful, reminding us entrepreneur SMEs SMEs like did you forward the UBO already uh, because it's going to be expiring? Did you file your VAT? Blah blah blah. So all of that after market service uh, after market service are still there, you know, and and we are very happy and it's very easy to open it, RJ. Great to hear in the Philippines. Okay, well, that that was great. That that's really great to hear. That that it's it's really easy for you to set up a business over here. So I mean, that addresses actually one of the big concerns of Filipinos. Like they're going, okay, is there going to be a long bureaucracy or red tape in setting up? So it seems to be pretty pretty quick. And in fact, I just want to uh, acknowledge James Factor also in our chat box saying shout out to Mr. Francis Medina. Nice podcast. Marami kang fans ata Francis na nanonood ngayon. Okay. Now, let's move on to, to let's move on now to Chris over here. Chris, you've got a, a, another interesting story of your own entrepreneurial journey, but tell us a bit more about what you do I- in Dubai and how you had to I guess formalize your business because it seems that you are a man of the world where you you know you you, you, you found your path eventually in, in Dubai instead of your own business. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's the best part of uh, doing something that you're very passionate off and you have you know you have the team the creative um what you call this if you setting up a uh, setting up the business i've been uh, operating since 2015 i started my business as a freelance in um 2008 when the the first crisis hit and dealing with creative zone it's always you always have this different uh, what they call this freelance and uh, agencies that are supplying there was that VZ uh, and you have the uh, the other you know um, but fortunately when I come across creative zone they have a very um, concise and it's easy to understand ways how to you know to register the company and I went ahead with it and fortunately I have a friend inside shout out to Mr. Brian Kotako he's a really like a big mesh, uh, big instrument of my success on dealing with creative zone I always look forward even if it's once a year visiting their office I look forward visiting their office I give them my money <laughs> they take care of everything and it's such it's just a leap of faith you only just have to believe in yourself if you have your idea make sure it's you know you don't it's it's kind of like it will give you the assurance that even though it's not foolproof even if it's not bulletproof you will have you know the, the support of creative zone even if you create something you know as as mr francis said there's a lot of activities that you can add in your business so even if you venture a little bit 
outside from what you're thinking of, you can always have the assistance of Creative Zone helping you with your business to run smoothly. Chris, uh, when you were making that decision to put up a business, no, um, was there an option not to do Creative Zone? I mean, was there an option like, okay, for example, okay, I want to put up a business. I, I could have done through another outfit or I could have done it myself. Or gone mm. through Creative Zone? Was that option open to you at the time? No, actually, you know, there are two different choices. You either go for mainland DED or you go for FZE, which is a free zone establishment. Going to DED, it's a bit scary somehow, even though it I be I've been in the in Dubai since 2002 and you know, have, having to put it up that you need to set up your own office, that you need to have a local sponsor, and you only own 49% of the business, and you need to have this local sponsor, sponsor whom you really trust. And it's, you know, I mean, nothing against it, but it's kind of like if you want to have your own business and you're trying to rely on yourself and you only have a few mistakes in your hand, you have to start by yourself first. Then other than, after that, you can, you know, um, try to like venture having your own, you know, another partner, which is can be the local partner. Because it's kind of like having a free zone establishment business is kind of like a stepping stone for you to be able to go to the big boys, which is the DED, which is, you know, having your own mainland visa. It means that you're having your own established office premise, a shop front or a studio, something like this. I decided to join with them because they are more informative. The information that they have have during those years in the in in their website is really what you need and obviously it's affordable and you have to basically work with the agents they will basically give you the assistant on what tailors you what really works for you do you need visas do you need or you're going to work for yourself you only need a trade license to work on one of the pivotal moments because i lost a job from mcdonald's basically mcdonald i've been working with mcdonald's before i even started with creative zone and they have a shoot in the inside the airport how has work from home been treating you are you now working remotely or are you just about to start? Now, from my own experience, establishing a remote work environment can be challenging sometimes. And the thing is, whatever happens, you always need to show you are equipped and prepared. It's a good thing Glow Prepaid is here for just that. Through Go Plus 99 with Go Work promo, I can now enjoy a total of 16 gig of data with 8 gig of all the sites I need and 8 gig of data for apps that I love. On top of that, you also get unlimited texts to all networks valid for seven days. To register, grab your mobile phone right now and head on over to their Globe One app, Gcash, or dial asterisk 143 hashtag on your phone to access your working essential apps like Zoom, Facebook Meeting Room, Yahoo Mail, Microsoft Teams, WhatsApp, Viber, and Telegram. Face your challenges with confidence at work. With Glow Prepaid's Go Work promo, register now. Mm -hmm. I lost the job because I don't have proper documents. So one mm. of the pivotal moments is losing a job or losing a project if you don't have a proper licensing partner. 
So you basically need to, obviously, it will come even if you don't have. Dubai has been so helpful or, uh, shall I say, tolerant for us, for us uh, freelancers, because I grew up or basically I worked in the industry that has this kind of culture, freelancing culture. I work with agents, uh, modeling agencies, production agencies. So most of the time there are hairdressers, stylists, photographers, directors, name it. They are all freelancers. So they don't have even, you know, their, their papers. I'm not papers. I mean to say they're not registered trade license. So having FZE, having working with your own entity gives you the confidence to work with the big guys, you know, to got have, that, got that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So that's really them. helpful. Yeah. So there's not terms that we're coming out over there, no, like uh DED and free zone and trade licenses and later on. I wanted to get into Lorenzo so that right. they get a better appreciation of that one. But going back to, to Lorenzo right now, I mean uh these are like they say the devil is in the details, and that's really what we have to get into so people understand what's the benefit of why they have to go to this process. But I think the first question we really want to ask them right now is that okay, we know that there's a strong, you know, many Filipinos do want to go abroad in search of a better life, right? I just want to ask why they, why, you know, why maybe they should consider Dubai, especially if they want to migrate abroad. I mean, there's an option of going, let's say, some people go to the US or maybe Canada or or, or Singapore. Uh, and many of them, as you see, who are going abroad are professionals like like Lorenzo, uh, you know, whatever whatever they have, they're all college degree holders. But but why, I mean, maybe people have to better understand why is Dubai a good option? And, and how does Dubai make it easier for Pinoy's who are professionals to go there and I guess set up their own companies? But that, that's, that's, that's the thing I see different over here in Dubai that you go to Dubai and there's an option for you to actually set up your own company. You don't have to, you know, it's not like other place where you start from scratch again, you know, in other countries you leave and you start from from the bottom up, but here you can actually put up your own company. So wh- mm. why why Dubai and why is it great for Filipinos, uh, Lorenzo? From from your perspective. Thank you, thank you, guys, and thank you, Chris and Francis. Uh, you touched upon a few very good points on you know the differences when it comes to you know coming on your own and and getting a bit of support from from a company like ours. I'll touch upon a few of the points later on in the discussion, but precisely on the topic of of RJ and that he's bringing now. Look, the beauty of Dubai is 90% of the people living here are all immigrants. This country is made by immigrants and is is composed by immigrants. What you see outside the streets and the roads and the flats is all made for for these immigrant people. So the whole country is it's it's moving from its from its immigrant people that came here in seek for a better lifestyle, for work, for opportunities. And in all my years of traveling, that you know, a little bit of my background, RJ, mm-hmm. and I've been a, a nomad uh, globetrotter for, for 20 years of my life, very few times I felt so at home like I do in Dubai. When I first came here 15 years ago, I'm from Argentina, I fell in love with the people here, with the culture and how welcoming people are how easy it was for me to reach out to certain people it, it, within a couple of months i managed to organize meetings with government officials with with ministers with director generals of chambers of commerce with ambassadors and and in any other country the bureaucracy that that you have to go through in order to get to these kind of people is it's immense so the beauty of how welcoming the people are and and the greatest thing is I saw people, they don't care where you're from. They don't care mm-hmm. where you come mm-hmm. from, what's the color of your skin, what's your ethnicity, ethnicity, your religion. People are very open over here. 
if you have value to give, if you have something that people need, the doors will open. And, you know, people can come, you know, to test things out, maybe come over and get a job and then slowly start growing and seeing what opportunities. But for those that are ambitious, that, that want to grow, that they want to th do things, sky is the limit because there's so many opportunities here with so many things that are happening. Right now, I think tomorrow the World Expo uh, starts. The, yes, the, the, yes. Amount, the amount of people that are on the streets, the possibilities of you walking up to people in these pavilions and, and reaching out and the, exploring business opportunities. It's just the nature of the vibe that is lived here. It's become a melting pot of people traveling from all over the world, coming into one place. You could just, if you're a little ambitious, just go to a hotel lobby and start meeting people over there and start talking to people. You'll find people from Africa, from Asia, from, from Latin America, and you'll engage with conversations. You'll be doing business. And, and the good thing is, you know, my dad always used to tell me, if in the morning you wake up and you go to the beach, you will come back with your pockets full of sand. If you wake up and you go to a place with money and you go to the bank, you'll come back with your pockets full of money. So meaning you need to surround yourself with, with affluent people. If, if money is your interest, well, go and hang out with people with money. If you want to do business and you want to do big business, and this is where they are. The, the world's elite are hanging out here in Dubai and they're doing business and they're meeting. This week, I'm writing a really interesting article and I stole it from the CEO of Airbnb. And he explains that before the pandemic, we used to live in three places. We used to live in our home. We used to go to work to a specific place and we used to go and have a holiday in a third place. Now everybody wants to have everything in one place. <laughs> Everybody wants to work in one place, live in that place, and go on holiday in that place. Meaning that this is where a place like Dubai really works out for people. Because yeah. in this place, you work, you have fun, you live, you enjoy, you travel, you do business. So this is everything in one place. The days of London that is grainy and gloomy and bored and you're stuck in a little flat and... This is over. People want to have fun, want to enjoy, want to be in the sun, want to do business, want to have everything in one place. So I think this is why Dubai is, is working so well. They really got everything going for them. And that's why we're so excited to be part of this journey. And, which is funny when you're saying about, you know, if you leave, if you leave, go to the beach, you come up with, with sand in your underwear. and But you can come up with money in your underwear too, right? But if you're in Dubai, you can come up with both. You can have sand in your underwear and you can have exactly. money in your underwear at the exactly. same time when you when you, yeah. when you live in Dubai. And I'm, I'm, I'm very glad that you brought up about the uh, the expo because there's a fantastic expo by the Philippines over there right now. And I, I just yeah. wish I could, I could go there for the expo because I, it's a good friend of mine, the architect there who, who developed it. It's a fantastic booth, Lorenzo. I hope you get to drop by. And before I go to Francis, just one more question, which relates back to me talking to both Francis and Chris. It's really, why the Philippines uh, right now, Lorenzo? I know that you're working with the rest of Southeast Asia, also bringing those other countries, but you've, you've given some time and focus to you know, really ask for Philippines, for Filipinos to, to come to Dubai, whether they are startup businesses or consultants or you know businesses which want to expand the horizons. Why, why were you looking at the Philippines in particular to bring businesses to Dubai? Look, the, the Filipino community is, is, is very strong in the UAE already. It's, I, I don't have the statistics with me, but you are among the top biggest sort of expat communities in the country. And they're very well respected. There's a lot of very successful Filipino entrepreneurs. 
you know, we all love Manny Pacquiao, and uh, I hear that maybe potentially he's thinking of running for presidency or something like that. I think that would be the craziest, most amazing thing that could happen to this country <laughs> because I know of him and his personality and his good heart to things. And so, you know, we are, we connect with, with the Filipino community. We like you guys. And the Arab culture also connects with warm-hearted people like the Filipinos. Filipinos are a big deal already here. So... For us, is we're interested in, in doing more with with the Filipino community because there's already a lot happening. It's not that we are trying to convince some people from Manaus and uh, there's very few of them, you know. And uh, so the Filipino community already knows of Dubai. They love Dubai, so there's there's a lot that for them to explore here, and they're gonna feel at home because. They're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> they're everywhere, literally. You know, I, I, I was telling Francis my first time in Dubai, what I fell in love with was the, when I was going around was to discover the beauty of Kunafa. And that's why I said every time I go there, I have to go to a place that sells great Kunafa. <laughs> now, having said that, a really great background over here. I just want to greet some of the people listening to us here right now. John Jan Regala saying, good evening, gentlemen. Powerhouse uh, lineup here tonight. And you know what? Francis has got so many fans who also share his last name. Susan Medina is watching tonight. Uh, his mom, mom and our, and then Rolly <laughs> Medina uh, oh, and his dad also watching here tonight. Thanks so much, uh, Tita Susan. Thank you so much, Tito Rolly, for watching here tonight. Francis and, and Chris, I want to I wanna go to you right now because you guys are, are, are there right now. Tell us a bit more, uh, you know, because you're on the ground and you've seen both people. Like Chris has been there almost grown up in Dubai. And Francis, you sort of like you transplanted yourself to Dubai. What is the perception of Filipinos there in Dubai? And what makes it a great opportunity for them if they want to, to come over there? Uh, why, why do you think they might be able to do something successful? Like you were telling me earlier on offline that, you know, it's a great equalizer in Dubai for Filipinos. But maybe share, share with us a bit more why they should consider Dubai as a good alternative to, to if they wanted to, I guess, migrate abroad. And what are the opportunities present for them if they go there? Yeah, just if I can start, I just would like to add to the statistics of Lorenzo. Please, um, please. We are the uh -oh. third largest expatriate community here in Dubai. So it's roughly around 700,000 to a million. Uh, I don't know now with the pandemic, but that's the last statistics that I've you, got. You are, but, more, you are more than the local Emirati population. Than the local population. That gives you an idea of, That's of what this means. And RJ knows me as well that uh, we are always looking to the pain points, you know. And if you want to target that market, our very own Filipino, you do have already customers. 700 to a million of them. You know, that you with can purchasing serve. power, with purchasing with power, purchasing power, 14 times to a peso, you know, and that, that is already a market itself. Now, coming back, uh, I just would like to add to what Lorenzo mentioned that um, Dubai or UAE is a good platform and we do have all equal put footing whether where you're coming from. And we are the locals, even the locals or the higher ups. We are being highly regarded, you know, and, and we all know that Filipinos are very hardworking, very talented, and why not expand your business here? And also, we would like to share the blessing, you know, that we are having right here in the UAE, that you can, you can start, like your question a while ago, RJ, is that, is it hard to open a business here? No, it's not. You know, the bureaucracy that we do have to open even a small store in Manila, it's here it will take only a week, 
a week you're making me or, jealous or Francis. you're making me jealous yeah. huh? <laughs> we, we've been discussing this you know we've been i know discussing. i know we've been talking about yeah. this we've been so, talking about this if that would be an uh, already an advantage as an entrepreneur you're already in the game rather than you know we we open our one of our store and our licenses are still not there you know so i mean what i'm saying is that temporarily we do have a license but here even you start with your construction or or bringing your team the license will be there from the beginning and it's always on schedule on opening a business so with that there would be a lot the playing field are equal to everybody whether you're micro small medium or a big enterprise it's all fair right and at the same time it's only you who will define your success on how you're going to get all your customers like what lorenzo mentioned go there and fish and you will get a lot of fish <laughs> and go to the market yeah i just have a question francis if filipinos go there more or less what do you think i mean you've seen the opportunities there what what sort of backgrounds do you think are the people who are ideal to go there because like for me you know you know me i'm involved in the startup community uh, we know consultants as well. Uh, we know professionals. We know people who've got traditional businesses who sell products and services. What do you think, right? Who are the type of Filipinos who should come over there and, and set up businesses over there? Well, I would not be the limiting factor. There's a lot, RJ. Like, if um, I'm, I would like to, to put Chris as an example, if you would like to pursue your passion, you can go to photography. We, we do have friends who open restaurants here in the UAE. You know, there are, I mean, all the big names. Michael Cinco is here <laughs> designing, giving fabulous gowns to, to all the artists all around the world. So the UAE can give you to fulfill all your dreams i mean there's a lot rj and i think creative zone also have a lot of activities when i say activities on the trade license that can fit whatever you can offer because you're not only targeting filipinos you're targeting other nationalities and they believe to our creativity to our talent and on how we work so sky's the limits are they sorry if i answer you a very big answer but, but, but that's, that's great. the I reality mean, that's the reality no i mean chris is chris is nodding in agreement over here i guess it's, it's the same experience but then chris you've actually been in the uae a bit longer than than the than the rest uh, than, than i guess francis <laughs> over there no so it's like you you practically grew up in the uae so tell us a bit more you've, you've seen the evolution of course of yeah. of, uh, of filipinos over there how is it like for filipinos over there in terms of opportunity and then uh, what are your like? If you were to advise somebody from here who wants to come over there, what should he do to start off? If a person like you comes here, you're going to be a monster. Really? Wow! It's a great opportunity for you for you to start something here because first and foremost, UAE is an emerging market. Emerging market meaning to say, you know, there's not a lot of establishments that are difficult to compete with. You will compete with yourself here. There's a lot of opportunities, meaning to say not only in your own nationalities, but different nationalities who has triple, maybe quadruple, or maybe 10 times that buying capacity that you would can imagine. Going back to emerging market and going back to competition, if you are a person who is hardworking, if you are a person who is loyal, who is trustworthy, and has a great work ethic, this is a place for you. Because if you have only just that work ethic, work ethic, being professional, being on time, you're already in top of the curve. You're already advanced. 
you already put your best foot forward because most of the time it's very difficult to find you know in tradition it's going to be difficult to find um it's frustrating sometimes to have professional services but you yourself if you offer that solution you already take one big box when a, when a client looks for a professional service you know so if you are a well not even talent just be on time just be on time and just be professional you know you will really earn a lot when it comes to professionalism you know because as filipinos we are hard working we have loyalty we have you know we have the heart that we can use for this type of industry the only thing that is lacking is the entrepreneurial mind which all of that's why I, i'm telling you if you come here and you start you'll be a monster Being able to reach everything you need is probably one of the best accessibility points one can ask for, especially now during the new normal. Only those who have made advancements on platforms that give real-time quality services can provide these to many people. That's why for me, I go for Corp to experience their convenient and customer satisfaction-driven service that provides me with all the online premium products under one seamless platform. So, if you want to make your everyday sourcing easier and smoother, go with Corp and sign up now. You know, you'll already have a head. Yeah, me, me and Francis, and together with Lawrence, I'm already planning. We're going to bring the Mercato, our outdoor <laughs> markets, there too. Uh, no, and I'm going to make sure it's going to go to Creative Zone. And Lorenzo will help me uh, putting that on Seriously, I think that, that concept, there's a few people that have done this outside kind of restaurant markets, but they only do it for a weekend or something. They put it, they close it. I think you should really explore you, what you do over there, but here in the UAE. Yeah, and we're going to make sure mm. to do that together. In fact, what we'll do on the show is maybe we'll update people as we go through this whole process so people can appreciate true, that you know, this is something that we can go through over here. There's uh, an inspiring to, content, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great concept. Francis has seen it over here. And uh, Francis, let's bring it over there to Dubai. Um, by the way, this is Brian Kotauko, who works, uh, I think he works for Creative Zone, right? And he's, he's the guy that you've been working with. Uh, he says over here, let's inspire our fellow Filipinos to pursue their dreams. And thanks so much, Brian. He likes this. That's for sure. The Mercato will be an exciting project if we do bring it over there. So that's it. That, that's the deal made right here on the show, Francis and Lorenzo and Chris. Uh, we're we're going to do it. it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Now, but you see, like, yes. guys like, like Brian there. Brian is, is one of our top managers in the company. He's from the Philippines. The COO of this company during 11 years was from the Philippines. She left last year and she opened a very successful restaurant, a Filipino restaurant in Sharsha. I would say 30-40% of our employees are from Philippines at Creative Zone. We have 150 employees. That's about 80 of our employees are from Philippines. You can imagine yeah. the influence that this has in the culture here. 
Yeah. Let's bring back Brian House Kotaoko's comment again. We're looking forward to support you all over here. Let's bring his comment there because now what we can do is with knowing that there's about 30 to 40 percent in creative zone, let's focus their energies on bringing more Filipinos over there so they become more successful. Now I'm seeing the the synergies that are that are coming out here right now. And Christina Zaragoza commenting here as well. Great conversation, gents. Thanks so much, Christina, uh, for listening to us here as well. I'm going to go back to you now, Lorenzo, if you don't mind. I want to get into the bit of the nitty-gritty because I think, and Francis and Chris confirmed with me if this is the correct thinking. Okay, so now a Filipino is thinking, okay, I want to put up business over here. The next question is going to, he's going to ask is, okay, number one, how much, I guess, capital do I have to, to, to put in there from, from coming here if I put up a business over there? And number two is, how about my family? What are the visas like for my family if I go there? What will be the status? Can I? I know that you can't become a UAE citizen, but can I become a resident? And what does it allow me to do? Can I? Does it give me some extra status if I have a resident there in Dubai? Can I travel to more countries? And last but not the least, uh, when they're there, how do they? Aside from the visas and aside from uh, going over there, how do they start off the business? They were saying that you know what's free zone, what's trade license, what's DED. Please help us better understand all these things. And I'm gonna go back to to maybe Francis and Chris if there are questions which I which I which I cannot remember right now, which a Filipino from here wants to ask, I guess, when he when he wants to do business there, please let us know. Maybe Lorenzo can add to that one. But let's start off with that one, Lorenzo. So uh, number one, uh, how much money do I need to start off? What type of visas do I get? And what is what is free zone and DED? What does it mean for my business when I go there? Can I own it or can I not own it all to myself? Yeah, yeah, no, some very good questions there, RJ. Look. Dubai, I think it's fair to say, is not one of the cheapest places to get started, especially when it comes to, not from a setup point of view, but from a living point of view. But some people have a bit of a mis misconception. I mean, Dubai is not all Burj Khalifa and Burj Al Arab and, you know, the, the top places. There are some places that are more affordable, places that the quality of life is still very good and are places for you to get started. And when you look at the pricing and things, it's not as, as crazy. I mean, I rented an apartment myself in Makati while back when, when I did a bit of work there and stuff. And it's, I, it's, it's not that much of a difference from, from renting something in Dubai in a, in a good area. So, you know, if you want to come over and, and play itself, be low profile for a bit until the few first months and still you start, and you start, you know, understanding the market, connecting with potential clients. I always recommend that. Start small. You know, don't put pressure on yourself. I see that the biggest mistake that many people do is they come, they go big from the beginning, they rent a big apartment, they have huge uh, expenses. And then six months later, they realize, oh, I need to go back home because I burned all my cash. You know, you, you need time. Like in anything in life, you need a bit of time to develop the relationships. But Chris said something so crucial that I really connected with. I think 50% of your work here is just showing up. The biggest problem here is that companies or people that need suppliers or whatever, they cannot find reliable people that will do a, a job constantly that they can rely on. The biggest problem for here is finding people that they can truly rely and have that continuity. If you're into photography or into events, the number one people that, that company, the number one thing that companies need is that reliability to say, I can call this guy any time of the month during the year. And that guy, not that tomorrow he's gone somewhere else or he's doing something else, 
So if you are stable, if you have continuity, 50% of your job is, is done. But when it comes to the pricing and, and the money side of things, as I said, go low profile, test the market. You can set up a company here with what we call a one visa package that includes a visa for the main investor, for the, let's say, the entrepreneur. You get your trade license that it could be anything like a a management consultancy or an events organizer or a photography or anything like that, any of these type of activities, it will cost you something around what we call 18,000 dirhams. That this gets to be something like $14,000 if my calculation comes to be right. And that includes your residency visa for three years and your uh, trade license for a year of activity. And with that, you can go and open a bank account. So to set up, about $4,000. And then how much you want to spend on a monthly basis for you to live. And, but you, know, you can rent an apartment here for something like $1,500, $2,000 a month in a decent place. And then you know, start visiting clients. In this package, we give you our address. You can use our address. We have a, this virtual office concept. You can use oh, our okay. offices for meetings. So that's how much it will get you to get started. $4,000, $5,000, you got your visa, you're here, you're a resident, and you can start visiting clients with whatever it is that you do. You're an event organizing, a photographer, a wealth management consultant, a banker, or anything you want. But how about the family? Let's say, for example, like many of them, like the Filipinos, are very family-oriented. Eventually, they say, I want to bring my family to Dubai. How does that work for them eventually? So with that company itself, you being the main owner of that business, you are able to sponsor your whole family, your, your wife and your kids. And you can even hire a nanny under you or a, or a housemaid if you want to have someone help. If you want to hire people within your company as well, you can put them as employees in your business. But all of these extra visas have a cost that is about $1,500 per employee or per dependent, whether it's your kid or... So it's it's another, yeah, another $1,500 for each of these visas. But the visas, as I said, are for three years. I see. And then just lastly, can you own the business totally, 100% if you are Filipino, can you can that business all just be be yours, or yeah. do you have to like not, not, you have to partner up with a local? Well, what is no, the status so there? In in yeah. this structure that I'm talking about is mainly for the free zones that we call that are mainly designed for foreigners, for, for expats that are coming and they want to get started. And as Chris was saying at the beginning, this is traditionally the one that people use as a way of getting started. And then a year later, two years later, when you see that your business is moving and like Chris said, you want to become one of the big boys or you want to play with the big boys, it's true that having a mainland business is the one that gives you a bit more credibility. It allows you to have a bigger team. It allows you to rent a proper office within Dubai because the free zone, you shouldn't be renting an office within the city. You're only allowed for example, to rent an office in one of the business centers, which is still okay. There, there's nothing wrong with that. And there, there's always ways around it. But that's why there's different options. You could be a bit more flexible and find a, a more affordable solution, or you can go big and set up a, a big, full-on, complex structure. And yes, those are a bit more expensive. At Dubai Mainland Business, uh, starts with something like maybe $8,000 to $10,000 to set up 
And yes, in both cases, you can both own them 100%. The law changed about six, seven months ago where they took out, they took away this option of having to have a local sponsor or a local partner for you to own a business. And this shows that Dubai is ready to welcome anybody and they're saying, everybody come to Dubai, you own your business 100%. It didn't used to be like this, and now this has changed. Well, fantastic. I love that. Uh, Francis and Chris, I want to go to you guys now for insider tips. You know, like, okay, so Lawrence is discussing it from his perspective. Now, if, if you were there and, you know, you've worked with the Filipinos, like two, right? two, two types. The ones, the, the, the Filipinos who are already there and Filipinos who want to go there right, and, and do business. What would be sort of like your insider tips for them if they were going to start off in Dubai? Uh, Francis, let's start off with you. Okay. All right. So um, I think like I will go with how Lorenzo have explained it because there's a lot of um, pros and cons in opening a business. And there's a lot of variety that you can choose. Right. Right. And this is what we do also as an entrepreneur. We need to, you know, draw your business canvas. <laughs> so one thing you need to go to the market, find your niche, who are your customer, how much is the setup and how am I going to be able to survive this for the next coming months or years? And like uh, what, what Lorenzo have also mentioned and what one good thing that I, I like also with in this country is that every month, I don't know if it's every month or every quarter, there's a new rule that will help entrepreneur, not only for wow. the locals, but for everybody. Like, I mean, the one that uh, Lorenzo is mentioning that um, we cannot own 100% before. We thought that it's not going to happen, but it happened seven months back. That we as a foreigner, you can own uh, 100% on a mainland trade license. And uh, every month, like what, like what I said, there's a lot of a new rule that will help entrepreneurs. They're, they're inviting us. Now, coming back to that, whether you are here in the UAE or in the Philippines, come here first, check the market. Where are you going to establish that? And there's a lot of people. We, I can help you. Creative Zone uh, can help you. I'm doing this also on my company uh, consultancy and where you're going to I've been helping a lot of companies as well not only for Filipinos and believe me and uh, I think Lorenzo has this as statistics that there's a lot of people coming in here uh, establishing or putting their branch company right in this region so first come here uh, and um, find the market and study the market and you can start small and believe me uh, when I say start small is that you are leveraging the time at the same time leveraging the the market itself that you are not going to burn yourself that's the best thing that you need to do got that thanks so much Francis really great tips from you Chris can you also add I'm sure you've also got a great a lot mm. of great insider tips as well yeah now speaking of new laws you one a person can by a five year in, in like a five year ninety days per year visa entrance and exit here in UAE. I think I just read that yesterday. If you want to start, most of the time the culture here is testing the waters as an employee. You came here as an employee and you have either your parents or your relatives staying here already. If you want it's either because most of the time the popular uh, option would be you start as an employee here. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You work here first, and then you study basically how you will have your lifestyle. You know, if you have low costs, because one of the difficult part of having a mainland DED trade license uh, is you need to rent your office or rent an establishment. But the good thing about it is if you're in a rezone, you already have that desk provided for you. You already have that address because having a business here requires an address. So the free zone establishment or creative zone will provide you the address so that you will be able to operate legally. But then it won't stop you from operating. Like for me, for example, I operate, I have my workstation here at my home. I used to have a small a small office. Uh, I shared an office. It's kind of like a, um, what do you call this? It, one of the business uh, business centers. I shared with a magazine company and I, I, uh, I paid my rent with them and I shared with them and it's a small studio. But I discovered that I used to shoot more outside instead of shooting more in my studio. So again, it will alleviate the cost if I remove the studio out of my overhead and just work at home, having my workstation, and then shoot always on location with the clients. Or just rent a studio if if it's permitted on the budget. You know, So this is uh, basically like one of the insiders that I can share with you guys. Got that. As we start to wrap up this discussion, Francis and Chris, no, I want to really get from you guys, you know, you're seeing a lot of great opportunities in the world that you work in, in your specific career, no? But I also want to understand what are you seeing as opportunities in general for Filipinos there, knowing who we, knowing who we are, knowing what, what's over here, and, you know, see the disparity where, where Filipinos can really stand out. Lorenzo, I want to start wrapping up this discussion. I, I'm, you know, we could have made this discussion go longer and longer. But it's a really great discussion people are enjoying. But really right now, I want to go into the question I have really right now is, you know, a lot of pe- people right now have startup businesses, I guess, here in the Philippines. And they also want to figure out, you know, what if I go there and start, you know, relocate my startup there, my business over there, will Create Zone help me, number one, uh, access to networks, and number two, access to capital or people who can fund that business uh, when I go over there. So uh, tell us a bit more about maybe, I know, I know those are new developments from Creative Zone, which are very, very helpful. Can you share with us how, how you know, if we put up businesses, whether startup or traditional or even consultancies, how you're able to connect them to finance and to networks? Yeah, we have several initiatives where we are trying to support the new up-and-coming startups and entrepreneurs. Actually, now at the end of this month, I think it's the next one or two days left, uh, we're closing applications for a program that is called Startup X, where we are choosing 10 startups to be fully accelerated, uh, meaning that we're going to be giving them two weeks of full uh, uh, mentorship programs, And we're choosing four that we're going to give them a free trade license. We're going to put them in front of VC funds and investors. It's a very comprehensive program. But we tend to do that with anybody that comes to us and says, look, I need a bit of support in launching my business over there with the objective of getting them to launch. It's not that purely we just focus on people that need to to go on and funding. We try to link it with those that are already establishing their business, setting up a trade license, because that's what we do as a core business. So mainly for our own clients, we support them in every direction that we can. And that is introducing them to 
possible partners, VC funds. We recently launched another project called Scale 971, 971 being the country code of, of, of the UAE. And again, for a fee is that we do a full program that we help foreign companies launch themselves here in terms of doing business development for them, market research, understanding what could be their potential clients and partners. So really, there's so many options. I just recommend that people reach out to us individually with with their needs, with their ideas, and we will express whenever we feel that we can add value, help or, or not. We will just put it out. But I think in that landing page, if anybody would like to learn more information, they can include their details there that we provided at the beginning. And then we're happy to take case by case and look at them and see how it is that we can help out. Fantastic. Again, I'll, let's just flash their, their uh, comment from Creative Zone here on the screen. Visit their website right now to learn more about how to bring your business to Dubai. Uh, for those who are listening uh, via the podcast, that's www.creativezone.ae slash ad slash how Philippine business, businesses can be set up in Dubai. Uh, very interested right now. Thanks so much, uh, Lorenzo, for providing more insight and more information on how to go about that one. And now just to go back now just to both uh, Francis and to uh, Chris, no? As we start wrapping up this discussion, where are you seeing the opportunities uh, right now for Filipinos to do business in Dubai? And in general, what are you seeing as opportunities where we can still get into? Uh, Francis, let's start with you. Well, there's a lot. I mean, digital marketing is one uh, hot, one of the need here as well. Uh, and also, of course, uh, we, we all know that all Filipinos love food. And... Uh, you know, it's sad that we are on the, uh, you know, RJ, that we are on on a restaurant uh, business back home. But comparing here, um, we can say that uh, we are, uh, they are operating already 100% wow. of the capacity starting wow. even last year. And it is sad seeing that, that uh, we don't have that uh, same, what I call this, um, opportunity. Because, I mean... More than 100% of the, the population is vaccinated. I have my fourth vaccine, <laughs> which is the Pfizer. You, you know that. So wow, there's, yeah. there's a lot. So food is still there because people are coming here. There's a lot of opportunity also in Expo 2020. It will run from tonight. Tonight, it was well, the tonight. Eve. And tomorrow, the eve yeah, of the, the eve. Great. Yes. And then uh, it will run to six months. So a lot of people are coming here, bringing opportunities as well. So we can play to towards that. Hospitality uh, are also a good opportunity here for whether, I mean, hotels. There are hundreds of uh, hotel chains uh, in, in, in the country as well. So... There's a lot of opportunity. I mean, Chris, you can you can add more <laughs> to that. But what we can say is that you can just come, be with us, help. Uh, we're, there's a lot of people can help you looking to towards your niche and, and opening your, your business. Again, thanks so much, Francis uh, Medina, our over OFW expat entrepreneur in the UAE. So thanks so much, Francis. Uh, Chris, you uh, please uh, add to what are, what are the other businesses you think or opportunities Filipinos can still get into? I agree with Sir Francis about food. Filipino food is getting more uh, popular nowadays. Um, second is uh, going for digital businesses, you know, like web designing, SEOs, marketing, digital marketing. You know, you always have always have problems to solve you know if you are like 
photography is not just clicking camera, you know, cl- clicking a, a photograph. It's also solving problems. So if you are a great problem solver, you will always have an opportunity. And if you are a creative, you go to creative zone because the creativity is there <laughs> so that you would be able to solve problems and you will make money out of that. If that is your passion, then you are on the right track. Thanks so much again. And again, thanks so much, Lorenzo, Juris of Creative Zone. And again, our OFW expat entrepreneurs, some of our most influential Filipinos there in the Gulf, Francis Medina and Chris Calumberan. Again, if you're a Filipino, whether you have a startup business, a consultancy, a one-man show, if you've got a traditional business or you want to expand to Dubai again, uh, you can always talk to Creative Zone. It's a great place to start off your business. They've given you really great tips. Can we just flash again on the screen, um, Al, the link to their website? Again, it's www.creativezone.ae slash ad slash how Philippine businesses can be set up in Dubai. And again, uh, like I said, Francis Lorenzo, looking forward to putting up a Mercato there as well in Dubai with your help. Again, guys, thanks so much. Thanks so much. I hope you enjoyed the show. We will see you again next week. Until then, stay safe, stay well, and of course, get vaccinated. Again, my name is RJ Ledesma Podcast. Have a great night ahead. And like Brian House said, we look forward to guiding and supporting everyone in achieving their dreams there in Dubai through Creative Zone. Again, guys, maraming salamat. Mabuhay. Thanks again, guys. Thank you. God bless. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 